1: You better start to move
2: your
3: feet to the raucous speed of madness. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, let's go to Christchurch, Talk to Mikey. G'day, Mikey. <laughs> hey
4: Stephanie, so you're on the, the Choo Choo Warriors train? Oh, <laughs> good to be here.
3: I've been on for a <laughs> long time, but I've been really disappointed with the destinations it's been taking me. But. <laughs> We are silver service, business class carriage.
4: Well, I mean, before I get to that game, just very quickly on some of the Super Rugby uh, Crusaders, yay, but that's probably all I can say about that game. Um, Bowden Barrett knows that there's a World Cup spot begging for him, right? Mm. Like, what is he doing? Look, I, I, I'd rather have my Moanga in that spot at first five, but Bodie's an excellent player, and I've got to say, I don't know what he's been doing the last couple of weeks, and that schoolboy error, um, I don't care what Ken says. That was, they they lost that game. Mm. Uh, Chiefs did what they do, but they lost that game. And, and because Fozzie will just, if he's got any sense about it, will just pick the best team he can possibly get um, because he's got one shot at this World Cup. Bodie might find himself on the bench for most of it. But um, anyway, he's got time. Um, I think the Hurricanes uh, was very, very entertaining. Um, but is their defence, come on, what's going on with that? Um, but still very entertaining. But, yeah, so the the Warriors. I would normally have turned off at half time and my hand was reaching for the controller because I thought the ref was against us. And then I got distracted, uh, I think, putting my daughter to bed and all that for Karen. I came back and I went, oh, well, it's on the channel. I'll sit down and bloody hell, that was uh, that had, that had guts, spine. They look good up the middle. Sean Johnson's as good as I've ever seen him. I mean, I'm not quite on the train, but I'm watching it. It's pretty good. It's pretty damn good. It's pretty amazing. Sorry, I'm looking forward to what Sammy has to say later on the Savo because um, some of those ref decisions kind of bamboozled me. um, But magnificent. Magnificent.
3: Yeah, I don't don't want the amazing comeback to uh, allow us to ignore more referee decisions both ways. Um, It's glaring. um, But it was just. I just. The entertainment value of it, it was phenomenal. It's so good to have the Warriors on song.
4: Yeah, I feel myself being dragged back into it. Oh. <laughs> I <laughs> never thought I'd say the most the best game I ever saw was, was a Warriors game. Never thought those words would come out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but i tell you what, do we need to bring the B team along and play them the car park for 15 minutes before the game so we can get those first 15 minutes out of the way? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, they haven't been good. Got to look out if they start well. Look out.
4: Yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to some joyful Warriors true fans ringing up because, wow, a team to be proud of so far, that's for sure. There you go. There's a a
3: rugby head wants to hear from you leagueies. Yep.
4: (laughs) Good on you, mate. Hey, have a good
3: show. You too, mate. There he is kicking us off. Uh, Let's go to Zade, uh, the life member. G'day, Zade.
5: G'day. I believe I may have picked the right margin for the Warriors game. Do you? Yep.
3: Um, I remember
5: saying the Warriors by two. I didn't have it. I didn't have Mont- Montoya didn't score, but I believe I had the Warriors by two on Thursday afternoon.
3: Didn't we ask for the lowest winning margin of the weekend? Yeah, you did. And there was a draw, and there was a one-pointer.
5: Yeah, but did, did, but did anyone pick
3: that, though? Uh, I don't know. I've only got the phone call ones. The text ones are on Captain K's laptop, and he's not here yet. So I did have a quick squiz. Yeah. You might be closest, to say. Jeez, you're good, though. If you don't win, you're brilliant close. Because like, I thought
5: it was if you picked it exact, then you win, because like, it was two.
3: But only exactly if it's the both. lowest. Only if it's the lowest. So if someone oh, picked okay. none or one, and there were some ones, they're going to pip yeah. you.
5: Okay, I see. But, um, yeah, great game. Um, Sean Johnson probably is the best ever the game for the Warriors. Five from five, uh, Bowden Barrett, yeah, needs to learn a lesson from him. That's for sure.
3: Mm. Yeah, I just looked at the uh, and points awarded from this round. Sean Johnson got six points, which is quite phenomenal.
5: Yeah, the best of a game I've seen the Warriors play in a long time.
3: Yeah, the heart and the ticket and the ability to come back was fantastic. Yeah,
5: And that, that, that Wade Egan, Campy was saying for the start of the season, the Warriors don't have a good hooker. Look at Wade Egan.
3: He's flying, isn't he?
5: He's a great hooker.
3: Mm. Yeah, no, it was and, great uh, to have him back.
5: But, uh, yeah, I actually had the uh, alternative commentary on an old... Um, Manaya was losing. Mania and old Die Henry were losing. It. Manaya Stewart works for the alternative commentary now.
3: Yeah, they uh, are massive die-hard Warriors fans. Massive. Yes. Good man, Zay. Listen to that. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Let's go to Graham in the wider I hope today, Graham. Um,
0: coming to you live from Patoni.
3: Oh, the beautiful suburb of Petoni.
0: Headed <laughs> for to
3: territory right now. Beautiful. Why Love it.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, um when the Warriors are winning, isn't all sport in New Zealand a better thing? <laughs> <laughs> just lift you so much. It's just like, oh my God, if the Warriors are down in the dumps, you know, everybody's down in the dumps. Yeah. But um, what a weekend of sport. Um, and um, after watching the earlier game on Saturday night, um, went channel surfing because there wasn't much on. Ended up um, back on the brumbies Waratahs game and, oh, hello, the Waratahs are in front. And what a game it was, mate. Yeah. There uh, were so many great games on over the
5: weekend.
3: I know, it's just, like, it's just like the sporting gods have paid us back from a few indifferent weekends. But just about everything I watched in the weekend was brilliant.
0: It was, mate, it was. Just don't use those two words super over. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, and I need some clarification. Yeah. What, what do you deem as the 84th minute and the 85th minute when the fourth score air try in the 84th minute and 55 seconds?
3: That's the 85th minute.
0: Ah, I had 84 in this week on Friday. Might be
3: enough though. I've, yeah, I think you were the closest that I've seen of the phone calls. I haven't got the text ones, as I say. I'll, I'll get them off Captain K when he comes in during the show. Yeah. So um, yeah, eighty. Oh. Yeah. So once you hit eighty four minutes and one second, you're into the eighty fifth minute.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought, that's what I thought. I've, I've written it down, I wonder if it's 84 or 85,
3: I don't know. <laughs> it might yeah. be you, I think you went the latest, so it uh, might be you, but I can't confirm. Cool, mate,
0: cool.
3: It was still a fantastic weekend of sport. Just brilliant, All just brilliant. Awesome, buddy. Excellent, mate. You See on. you, mate. Graham. he's in Lower Hutt, Patoni, Wanui Amata at the moment. Ed, he'll be in Auckland, but his heart's in Tolaga Bay. Kia ora, Ed.
2: You oh, one of the funniest things I saw on the weekend was um, Manly versus Newcastle. Yeah. Good draw. <laughs> um That big number 11 who ran through from halfway. Did you see that?
3: Uh, I did watch most of Manly that game. number 11. Oh, yes, he yes. Took a hit up. Yes.
2: Oh, boy. But, man, if that was my fullback, I don't know... If- I, were, uh, I don't know if I wanted to. follow no, he must have seen him coming because he's the biggest thing on the field. And No, no, he stood his ground. He stood <laughs> his ground and stayed away, man. He didn't go forward. I think he went sideways. Oh, I couldn't put it even back. I was waiting for him to go, you know, just attack him, bro, and just whack him around the ankles. But no, no, he stayed away, stayed behind his goal, <laughs> bro. Oh. Oh. And the other funniest thing was Boden Barrett.
3: Mm. Yeah I think uh, I, I'm pretty
2: you're a chief supporter.
3: Mm. Bowden's going to go to the World Cup but his picking order might drop um, he's too classy wow. to, to do that again uh, but he'll respond I, I'm sure Buddy will respond
2: Well Damien McKenzie kicked that 52 metre
3: penalty mm. Yep Mac won on points Bowden's
2: got, Oh has got to pick up man. Mm. Anyway Remember that Newcastle fullback? I've got to find out what his name
3: is, man. The Newcastle fullback. <laughs>
2: Stuff <Stop> preserving.
3: Miller. <laughs> L. Miller. And the 11 was uh, Ola Kau Atu. Oh, boy. Did he just throw fellas
2: out of his way and just up the field he went? Oh, man. <laughs> 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 That's so funny. When that fellow went sideways, the fullback went sideways. Oh, jingle, jingle.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and how fizzed were you at the Warriors' comeback? Ed?
2: Oh, I was going for Cronulla. What? I'm not a warrior supporter. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm proud. not
3: asking if you're supporting them. I was just asking you to grade their comeback.
2: Oh well, in the last ten minutes, I was hoping the Cronulla were going to shut them out, and
3: then I just cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh mate, there's a seat on the train for you. There is a seat on the train when you want to get aboard. I'll give okay. you a ticket. Okay, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Steph. Cheers, Ed. Have a great day. Uh, let's go to Steve in Auckland. Kia ora, Steve.
6: Yeah, kia ora, Steph. Yeah, that Warriors bus has got big again. Yeah. Probably probably got a few trailers hitched to it as well. <laughs> no, it was, it was pretty awesome. And you've got to say, even from a rugby man, but that was definitely the, the absolute highlight of the weekend. Um, it was great to see the two sevens teams um, both went up in Hong Kong as well. I know for our men's team, that has been a bit of a graveyard mm. up, there, up there. So to win the Hong Kong Sevens, I've, I've experienced that that particular tournament, and it's a it's a fantastic one. Um, just a couple of things on the rugby. Hey, listen, great to see um, the Hurricanes playing down in Palmerston North yesterday. And I don't think I've seen that uh, showgrounds fall for a rugby game for a very long time, Steph.
3: Same, yep, same, and they were into it as well.
6: Oh, absolutely! And listen, credit to the force. I, the way the game started, I thought, uh, this could be a bit of a hard watch. But man, credit to them—they—they they, they stayed in the fight. And if they if they had a little bit more finish and a little bit more polish, boy, that result could have gone another could have gone another way. But you know, good opportunity for the Hurricanes to introduce a, a couple of young guys. I like that boy, Harry Godfrey. Yeah, <clears throat> from, from from Hawks Bay looks really good and um, finally mate I know you and I have spoken about Barrett at Bowden before on the show and um, mate I think his confidence right now I reckon is at a, it is, is at a huge low um, I think stepping on the touchline was a byproduct, byproduct of basically not having enough confidence in his goal kicking bang just on tried to
3: bang on I thought that at the time
6: yeah, just tried to, just really tried to project it a little bit closer, and you know, because the first one off the boot, whoa, that looked like that looked like me, hitting a golf ball seriously, um, and then the the second occasion, yeah, really really crazy. Really, the Blues at the end of the day, for all their field position and possession, only really got themselves to blame, and I, and I think, once again, you know, sometimes there's always. You know, when you get a shot at goal and everybody says take the three points, I think this is the one occasion where they actually needed to scrum again Mm. because they actually had the Chiefs scrum under pressure and you don't know, and you know, it's probably a 99.9% chance you'll get another penalty or you'll get a yellow card. So for me, it was a missed opportunity. But your callers before are so right. Boy, at the moment, Mac is actually probably, out of all the first fives, Managing and running the game the best, and I think that
3: was that was highlighted again on um, breakdown last night, buddy. Yeah, it was. Um, like thing with Damien McKenzie. The thing I like about his game is unpredictability, and I think Bowden used to have it. Richie's still got a bit of it, but no one comes close to unpredictability as a tool in their toolbox as Damien McKenzie. Yep, absolutely, <clears throat> and
2: he's got a, he's
6: got a kicking game as well. We know that he he'll kick goals. I don't think. At the moment, the Blues coaching staff are doing in any favours giving him the goal-kicking because I actually think Perifetz has probably got better percentages, yeah. if, if, if you know what I mean. But you know what? I, I think there's probably three sides that are probably, probably putting their hand up. Um, at, at the moment, you know, they're probably the, the Brumbies, uh, um, definitely the Chiefs another one and I certainly aren't going to write the crusaders off although man their injury toll is absolutely horrendous but I suppose anybody who supports either the chiefs or all the or the or the blues who have had injuries in the past will say hey that's just that's just code for you isn't
3: it yeah it is mate it, it definitely is
6: awesome awesome staff great <clears throat> It's locked. You've probably got a few callers out when
3: I get their teeth into this, mate, so go for it. Let's go. Thanks, Steve. Uh, last call before the break. Dino in Dunedin. G'day, Dino.
7: Yeah, Auckland, mate. Still up here. Oh. Not a bad spot, I must admit, but I haven't been to that Warbirds for a burger yet, but it's <laughs> are doing highlights for the weekend. Well, I've got one for you that no one else will bring up. Like I'll start with Damien. Unbelievable. Enrico Iwani. Yep. How does an 80-kilo 80, 80 soaking wet Smoky guy that close to the line under the goalpost. It sees it all, and the Blues have been. Do- They're lucky last year, mate. I said it on the radio. They won all those games. Luke Romano, they miss him hugely. Mm. But I've got a, I've got a. I mean, I've given Sam Kane a few bad reps on your radio channel, but holy heck, I didn't, I didn't realise. Well, I've watched him. That'd be the best game I've seen him play, in quite some time. He was colossal on defence. Absolutely a colossal. On defense, but what I want to talk to you about, Stephie, is something happened in Speedway here in Auckland on yesterday afternoon that I don't know. It'll be a long time before it happens again because there's so many variables in Speedway. Like, I'll give you an example. Craig Carball is one hell of a wee peddler too. And then the two heats, he went across the white chalk to start each heat, and he got a puncher on the third corner. Never crossed the chalk again went to the 30-lap feature race off the back and finished third. Now, that's a hell of a draw, considering he hadn't even done a lap all night. But Chris Cowling has done something that, that's bloody special, made on speedway terms. Like he's the New Zealand Super Saloon number one. He went to uh, Cromwell for the New Zealand Grand Prix, and he won that. And then on the way home to Tauron, he thought, bugger me, I might just stop in at Nelson and have a crack at the Southland South Island title. And he won that. Now, going into Sunday afternoon, he was the current North Island title holder. But that was two years ago. Because of COVID, there was nothing. And Sam Waddell had the misfortune of having a horrendous crash because he he's peddling really, really well too. But it almost made it a one-horse race. And Chris just did exactly that, ran away with it. Just about lapped the field. There was only, I think, the second and third place car and possibly fourth was ahead of him at the end of the feature eight. So he holds in a calendar year the three major super Saloon titles that are up for grabs. It's never been done before. And as I said, there's a lot of luck got to go your way and you've got to be one hell of a driver with a lot of patience to be able to achieve that. And yeah. I was just proud to be
8: there. Yeah,
3: that, that's a heck of an achievement.
7: Oh, it's unreal, mate. When I just explained about Craig getting the two punches on the two first laps, and he's a good peddler too, mate. Don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, no, Chris, to do that, like his patience that he showed, instead of pushing through early and waiting because the track wasn't what he wanted to start with, and Morris's old man's doing the best to set the car, like they were watching the track all night. Like, it was just a credit to them. They deserved it, but deserving it and achieving it, uh, poles apart, mate. But mm. it was unbelievable to watch. Good man. All class. Please,
3: class. Pleased, uh, pleased you've brought that up for us, mate, because it would have gone under the radar. So <clears throat> well done to you, our roving reporter from Dunedin in Auckland. That is fantastic. No
7: Love the show. Cheers, Thank buddy.
3: There's Dino out of Dunedin. We'll have a break. Give us a yell, 0800 150 811. Your highlights, your feedback, your reports from any sport across the weekend. Looking forward to your calls. Uh, we go back to the phone lines. We talk to Bruce in Christchurch. G'day, Bruce.
9: G'day, you know, Staffie. Yeah, amazing weekend of sport, mate. Mm. Um, yeah, hard to commit to anything else, really, on the weekend if you had time. Um, hey, just a thing on rugby union. Um, talking Damien McKenzie up and how uh, unpredictable he is and so on, um, some some of his play was actually very structured and, and very clever. Mm. Um, and when I think about uh, quick park out to him and and a, and a angled kick down to the corner for a winger to run onto, and you know twenty four second of the match or whatever, I'm, I'm thinking more and more. Some of the play, successful play in Union is is basically come from rugby league, and it's getting more and more that way, and I. And I believe the the way technically, uh, when you get to that 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 attacking into the field, a lot of teams could actually um, play more of that sort of um,
10: successful
9: um, rugby league style, yeah, I, rather than rather I, than hammer away and hammer away and um, you know.
3: Yeah, I, I like any sport. Uh, observing any other sport to make their own sport better. And I've got no issue with um, stealing tactics off league or league stealing tactics off rugby, if it makes for a better game. Um, about Damien oh. being structured, the thing I think about Damien McKenzie is his coaching staff uh, devising a game plan around Damien, which is working. Yep.
9: say that again? Is it working?
3: Is working. It is working. It is working. Yes. Yeah.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Although well, that scares me that you've got uh, the, the much, uh, how do you put it, the amount of straight running across field that he does, bobbing yeah. him behind players and stuff, that, that's that been tried before and if you've got a loose of loose you know, you can just you can get pulled out and hammered that way. That's a wee bit of desperation, to be honest. Mm. Yeah. If, if if you're absolutely confident, you can get away with that. You, you do have the space, fine. But uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily uh, commit to that style of play all the time. No, it, it's more about his skill factor, in other ways as well. And he, you know, his kicking uh, is fantastic. Um, goal kicking's always been good. Um, he's, he's certainly a confidence guy. Um, he's as good as any. Well, his comments is up. Yeah. Hey, one other thing. Yep. The Marty Cup. Did you see any of the Marty Cup finals in the weekend? I did. That indeed. Thing? Did you see that under-18 boys final?
3: I did indeed. It was brilliant.
9: What a call by Watto.
3: Watto was on fire.
9: He was. 500th of a second St. Bede's got up over Hamilton boys. Yeah. What? Uh, just the drama of it. No one knew it won until about...
3: Five minutes later I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know Hey Bruce Lovely to hear from you But we do have to crack on Thanks for calling All in good, buddy. Cheers mate You're we'll, welcome We'll take news Scott, Scott and Zane uh, Hold there We've got two minute news update We'll be straight back to the calls
1: Well listen buster You better start To move your feet To the rockin' speed
0: Of madness
2: yeah.
3: Righto, we got a couple of Scots, a Brett and a Leroy. Let's get to them. Scott from Taranaki, you're up. Thanks for waiting.
8: Yeah, good Steffi. Hey, um, just wanted to quickly talk about Friday nights. One day, mm. um, New Zealand. It sort of got forgotten a little bit, I think. But um, that pitch was quite tough, and I thought that innings by Will Young on a pitch that was doing a bit was really great to see from him. We knew he had a minute; we he had it in him, but. Um, it was just really great to see him get the team through, and of course Nichols came in at the end there, you know, with forty odd as well, which was quite nice. Him doing a role that he's not used to either, but uh, I thought it was great, you know, especially with the Kane Williamson issue we've got now, with mm. what we don't know is that knee injury, if it's a an ACL or whatever, well, that's him gone for the World Cup. Now I, I think Will Young will slip into that position quite nicely, um, and do the job. The other one. Was uh, Shipley as well? I think you know he would it was a unit with eight wickets and eighteen overs. Um, big tall lad. I think he's going to be a great find for us. I'd like to see him in Test cricket, um, and he and he, he can bat a little bit. Um, obviously, untried at international level, but um, domestically he can do a job. So he's another great find that's come out of this um, Sri Lankan series. And uh, for me, the concern and question I would like to raise with New Zealand cricket is why is Martin Guptill playing for Auckland and not in the T20s? Uh, and also the same with Bolt when Jimmy Neesham is an uncontracted player, but it's all good for him to come back. So that's my big question. I'd like a journalist to really slam at Mr. White.
3: Yes, I've, double standards there. I've always had the issue when they said Bolt's not contracted, so he's not playing the test. And I said to them at the time, I said, but Jimmy Neesham plays World Cups, not contracted. And it's, it's it's bloody weird. It's weird. Oh, it's really
8: frustrating for fans, especially when Martin Guptill came back from Pakistan. And I think he had a couple of centuries averaged around about 80 in the T20 league, and we've not put him in the T20 team to play in Pakistan. Mm. I mean, the guy's in great neck right now, and he's playing for Auckland. It's just frustrating. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even talk about it if he was in bad neck. Like, we'd, we'd just go if he was past that. He's done, right? We're moving on. We've got to find new players. But he's in really good nick. You know, it's just utter madness. New Zealand cricket just, they frustrate the heck out of their fans, I tell you what, Mm. you know. But anyway, that's my my take out from the weekend. But go the Warriors, Steffi. On WrestleMania, day two today. So that's exciting.
3: Oh, I'll keep my eye out for that, Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> thanks Good <Scott>. mate. Cheers <laughs> mate Cheers mate There's Scott out of Taranaki We stick with a Scott But a different one in Wellington a Scott Part 2
10: Hey, Steph How you going?
3: Good thanks Scott
10: I've, I've got to say uh, What a weekend to have COVID It was brilliant Oh um, <laughs> I, I did not have to miss one game of NRL at all uh, Which was brilliant Got to watch pretty much all the cricket um, it, it was brilliant so, and obviously, just um, yeah, their, their warriors win yesterday was just incredible. Just you know, you, you see it through the team. Just there, uh, there was no heads dropping down, even at twenty points to nil down, no heads dropped. Um, you know, previous seasons the fitness, just you know, they, they would have been long out of the game. Um, because by the time they got midway through the second half, they they would or they had been tackling so long on the goal line to hold uh, the sharks out, and that time was was just incredible. And and I've got to be one that um, has to say, Sean Johnson, I was worried he was he was, you know, maybe not going to be up to it this season, um, just you know, age catching up with him a little bit. But man, he has proved me wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, he has just been sensational and, and I I've gotta say, um, the, the battle on the wings between uh Politano and Cossi was, was pretty spectacular to watch as well at the same time.
3: Yeah, it was a good little sideshow, wasn't it, as part of the game. I enjoyed that
10: it was you know they both just kept giving it up on each other and and giving it back and you know it's it's all in good humor good fun at the same time and um you know yeah you'll have to see it especially when when we actually get to come out on top for once but you know the the downside is uh, the officiating again i mean yeah you don't want to go there but just some of those decisions that, and both hit drops. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Bossy was even stunned. He he couldn't get his head around why both players, A, got penalised, the ref going back, or the bunker going back so far, um, and putting um, putting them both in the bin for it as well. It's, it was just weird.
3: Yeah, there's always weirdness. There's always weirdness, but the entertainment overrode the weirdness for me. I, I absolutely loved it
10: it did it did, and you know to, to to come back like that, to be sitting second at the table you know behind the broncos and and saying that the the game that we did lose, you know at the same time we didn't play bad, so you know it's it's a big a plus at the moment. we've just got to continue it, look look ahead to newcastle and and just focus on that game and not stop thinking too far uh, start thinking too far ahead at the same time.
3: Mm. Yep, brilliant, awesome, thanks, Scott. Thanks, Steph. Have a good afternoon. Cheers, buddy. You too. Uh, we'll go to Gisborne. Talk to Leroy. G'day, Leroy. Hey, Steph. How are you going, Stevie? Good, thanks, Leroy. Hey, um. So, what was the sports that you enjoyed over the weekend, Steph? <sighs> Me, um, the Warriors, uh, the Sevens. Um, I sort of enjoyed the Chiefs. Uh, Blues game, but probably the Super Rugby game I enjoyed the most was the Hurricanes because it was in my old hometown and the people turned up and the atmosphere was great. But so much to mm. choose from.
10: Yeah, I reckon. Eh, yeah, just so much of weekend, But yeah, what topped it off for me was the Warriors one year. They just, yeah, they were just so brilliant. D eh?
3: Oh, it was just. You know,
10: but we can't afford to um, do that in every game. I think.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> but they're playing well, they. I was just saying to someone this morning, imagine if we start well, uh, we, yeah. could, we could put a number on a team, like against Newcastle. Imagine if we're 12-0 up after 15 minutes or something, it's, it's going to be awesome.
10: Yeah, exactly, Steph, yeah. Uh, just one thing, Steph, can you ask uh, Coach Webby when he comes on, um, how's Mitch Barney coming along and Dylan, when are we are going to see Dylan back? Mitch. You know, but, Eddie Cotty, he's playing good, though, Hey.
3: Eh? Yes. Um, so, Watini you know. Zalesniak and Mitch... Um, yeah,
10: just to see how Mitch is going with his um, injury.
3: OK. I can do that for mm-hmm. you, mate. I can do that.
10: I know that, um, what's his name, Luke Metcalf, where well, they said that he won't be back till about round nine, round ten or something. Are you looking at so?
3: OK. I'll ask him. If, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get a hospital injury update off you. Or off him. Yeah, off right.
11: him. Off awesome. Thank you, Steph. You have a good one, eh? Top Take man. Care.
3: Thanks for calling, Leroy. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. One more before the break, Brett from Huntley. Big supporter of the grubs. Big supporter
11: of the grubs. Very tough old night in uh in the Tron.
3: Yeah, were you nervous the whole game?
11: Yep. Twenty-five <laughs> percent <laughs> <laughs> uh, territory in possession in that second half, man. It was they seem to be kept and and now twenty two charge those buggers from Auckland Rent. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, but
3: it's I, was, I was going to say it w- there were a lot of mistakes in that game which kept it close, i felt
11: yeah uh, slippery conditions didn't bloody help, but it was just a, a niggly drizzle ball game pretty much yeah and we just seem, we just seemed to make the make an error off the kickoff, which is Carmo's bugby, I know um making an error off kickoffs and then just getting. Getting stuck in that in that corner for long periods of time, but Baden and Barrett, I haven't given the All a spray that big since Israel Bag and <laughs> two semi-finals in 2012 and 2013. <laughs> <laughs> I've apologised to Israel, but uh, I didn't mean it. But he's in France, so he doesn't need to know that.
3: No, no, okay. I'll but,
11: pa- uh, you, you write the the teams like the Blues off and the Crusaders off actual peril, man, because the Blues had uh, they've had problems with set piece, but their scrum had way the upper hand on us, and uh, they seem to have rectified a few of their line out in They managed to pinch a couple of elbows, so yeah, well, I was stoked with our uh, intensity on defense. Man, they got big boys running hard.
3: Mm. Mm. Oh, well, pla- and, and the
11: magic one which made my house happy on uh, Sunday, I didn't get a growling.
3: Oh, there you go. Everything's, <laughs> everything's good in Huntley. I love it. It wasn't my fault for anything. <laughs> Awesome, Brett. You have a good rest of your day. Cheers, yeah, mate. You too. Cheers, buddy. Brett out of Huntley. Give us a yell. 0800 150 811. Take a break and we'll be back right after that. Let's go back to the phones. we got the great man Zane from Umu. He'll be in a very good mood, I would imagine. Jesus, mate. I tell you what, I feel
1: like I'm hungover even though I didn't have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the adrenaline and overdose yesterday mate <laughs> Oh, good so oh, good it
3: was brilliant
1: i'll tell you what the key was i actually like last week's game was a bit stressful and i had to go and cut down a few trees in the middle of the game so i, I preempted it today or yesterday <laughs> went out and did all my weeding before the game so i put the karma in the, a good space and um I, ne- I never had um i never felt that anxiety yesterday mate even though we got behind 20 points Never felt that sense of anxiety. You just see
3: the effort the boys were running with and tackling with. Not one of them was panicking. Mm. It's, it's a new game. It's a new game. Yeah, the mindset's the thing for me, Zane. Like, um, even for thirty nil down, you know they're going to keep they're going to keep throwing everything at it. And jeez, you know, it was one of those games. If we had a lost at thirty two thirty, I think the fans still would have been happy because they never quit.
1: Mate, if we'd lost 30 to 20, like we'd lost by 10 points and we got back in it, I think we'd have still been happy. But, you know, like, you compare it to 2018, and I think that year we got by in um, fitness alone this year, it's the mental resilience, but that fitness, did you notice that, like, three quarters of the way through the game, Cronulla couldn't get their forwards back on side until about tackle four? Yes, I did. Yet our forwards, our forwards were there. I think we've got close to the fittest team in the comp this year. Um, on top of the men- mental resilience, so it's, it's outstanding. But just a quick note about the bandwagon. So I um, posted Sean Johnson's uncensored um, post-match interview there on Twitter. 150,000 views so far, and I've got about 150 more followers on every one of my um, <laughs> social media platforms. The, the bandwagon, mate. you getting all fired up.
3: Toot, toot. Oh, I, get- I love it.
1: Oh, it's crazy. But anyway, I'll be back on next week to, to talk about another win. And this time we're going to start
3: properly, as you said. That's it. God, oh, love a good start. Brilliant, Zane. Oh, I was thinking of you when the Warriors Cheers, made that massive comeback. You and the, and your elk, it, it was wonderful for you. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks, my mate. And appreciate it. Cheers, Dane Out of uh An amazing uh, fan, Warriors fan. And there's so many of them out there. And listen, people talk about, oh, you're on the bandwagon. Warriors fans I know say so jump on next to me, champ, because it's a heck of a ride. Uh, we'll take our last break before the news. We've got a, quite a few text messages to get through, so I'll do that after this break. Uh, rightio, after such a great weekend of sport, uh, here's some text messages that have come through. Up the Wawas. I jumped on the TAB at halftime, and the Warriors were paying $21. I put my $20 bonus bet on. Happy days. Uh, Kane here. Loyal to the end. Yes. Oh, I bet you there were a few speculators that did something like that. Uh, From Ken, uh, Staffy, great weekend of sport. The Warriors and the Dragons look good. And the Blues fans, we will be there. Cheers from Ken. Yeah, good return to form for the Dragons. Ken, I see they're up to 10th on the table now. They're 2-2 and and they've had a bye. So they're sitting on uh, six points. So after a slowish start, um, they've come right, Ken. There was another one from you here somewhere. There it is, Staffy. Stats of the game show Papali'i and Satutu were well ahead of Kane and Jacobson, but we still lost. But Kane did not miss a tackle and the jury's still out on Sean Stevenson. But well done to the Chiefs. Um, Why are the jury still out? I think he's good. Um, I think he's good. Uh, from Mark, seventy-eight point four eight minutes. Try to the landers. Did anyone pick the force eighty-five minutes? Mark, I've just Kees has just come in. He's given me the printout. So, um, before the show's out, hopefully in the next hour, I'll be able to pour through. There were so many to try and find whoever is the closest. So stay tuned if you entered into the comp. Not too much talk about uh, Wainui Mata, <laughs> please. This is from Dan. They tipped up a very lacklustre hut Mara sixteen fifteen, in the Swindale Shield. Well done, Wainui. We'll meet again. Uh, unpredictability is good at super, but at test match level, Staffy, not so sure. I like it as a tool. I like it as a, as a tool that you can pull out, but not constantly. I, I, I do take your point. Uh, I feel like, both. this is from Chris, I feel like Bowden Barrett's mistakes are talked more than others. Mac had a great game. But he made a mistake that could have cost him the match. But for me, yes, DMAC is the form 10 in the country. And there's still time for others to, to build into it. I think Peter Feta's is going great guns as well. Um, so we're quite blessed. You know, when you think about Peter Feta, DMAC, uh, Bowden Barrett, Richie Maunga, Um, we're pretty well served at the moment with tens. But I'd just like to see Bodies. Seems to be his first option at the moment is kick with his. And he's not a bad kicker. They don't all come off, but his cross kicks, um, his chip and chases, but I just feel like they're too often. He's a fantastic runner with the ball. Fantastic. So he'll get better. He's too good not to. Uh, Andrew Webster, Warriors coach, is going to join us after the news at 1. You've got about three or four minutes. Text in any questions you might like me to put to the head coach of the Warriors. Double eight, double three is the temper bedpost text machine. Questions for Webby after the news.